Welcome to the Imagine Talks podcast, Achieving Success, Social Impact, Overcoming Obstacles. I'm Stephen Chan. For today's episode, our guest is Dare Jun. Dare Jun received her PhD in microbiology from UC Berkeley and her bachelor's in science in environmental science from UC San Diego. Her hope is to utilize microbiology as a tool to promote sustainability by discovering and optimizing bioenergy solutions. Her goal is to travel around the world while providing the public with awareness on how to be more sustainable and debunk the belief that being sustainable is hard. Here's Dr. June with My Anxious Brain. Welcome to my talk, My Anxious Brain. Everyone here is familiar with the song, If You're Happy and You Know It, Clap Your Hands. Well, what would it sound like if I switched the word from happy to anxious and I sang it all day? If you're anxious and you know it, clap your hands. I would be clapping all day, looking like the monkey with the symbol. But I bet some of you will be doing the same. 40 million people in the US have some kind of anxiety disorder. To get, put it in perspective, 20% of the people in this room will be clapping all day. So I'm not alone and you are not alone. I'm about to tell you a secret to prevent from your arms from getting tired. But before I tell you the secret, I'm gonna give you a brief introduction of myself. I got my PhD at UC Berkeley last year. Just kidding with the list. When I was a graduate student, the first thing everyone would ask me is, how long do you have left? I really, really dread that question because it caused so much anxiety. It was so depressing to think about, when will my experiments work so I can graduate? So I would respond, I don't know. Well, never. When, now that I found this freedom from this question, I realized that it's been replaced by another question. What do you do? Well, let me tell you, I am unemployed. Let me rephrase that, actually. I am unemployed. That's right, be jealous. But really, there's much more to fun employment. At one point in life, most of us had to felt the pressure to find a job. What if I can't find a job? What if I blow through my savings before I find a job? What if I'm not good enough? Anxiety is a normal response for stressful life events, like getting a new job, moving, or having a financial trouble. However, people with anxiety disorder, they have this intense, excessive worry and have fear of everyday tasks, along with debilitating symptoms. And women are twice as likely to have an anxiety disorder by the time they reach 50 compared to men. And even with such high number of people having an anxiety disorder, we are not sure what the cause of this mental illness is. Studies say that it can be genetics 
or a complex set of factors, risk factors that are brain, involved with brain chemistry or personality and life events. Now, I don't think I've always had anxiety issues. I think they were brought on by events in my life. I was born into a domestically violent household. My childhood memory is full of running away with my mom from my dad when he would get drunk and get violent. And this would happen once or twice a week. Sometimes we make a rope out of beddings to escape from the second floor. And often we would leave without money, blanket, or warm clothes to escape and survive the freezing winters in Korea. And now, this is the aftermath of his episodes. But what actually happened during his outbursts was far worse. Once we moved to the US, I thought things would get better. But every day, I was still anxious that something bad would happen. Before labeling my dad as a villain, I have to tell you, he's an extremely loving father and he would do anything and everything for his family. Unfortunately, he was diagnosed with bipolar disorder type one. He tried so hard, but he couldn't control his anger. And when it was off time for me to go off to college, I felt this excitement, yet fear and anxiety. What will happen if I'm not there? One month into college, my father passed away. Uh, my father committed suicide. And this was when I saw a shift in my mindset. I started hearing voices in my head. No, not the crazy kind. Just my voice asking, how do you have friends? And the thoughts were so loud that I couldn't hear anything but the negative doubts in my head. And, and during my undergraduate career, I didn't have time to take care of myself. Then graduate school happened. And anxiety isn't kind to the unknowns. When am I going to graduate? Unknown. When will I get useful data? Unknown. How late do I have to stay in lab today? Unknown. Where's the free food? In the conference room right there. <laughs> I tried so hard to be, just to do everything perfectly, but nothing went my way. I wasn't in control of my life, just like how I wasn't in control of my life as a child. As a child. So, but so all this anxiety, this was feeding into my anxiety. But I didn't know that it was anxiety that was causing me all this stress until a couple of years ago. I realized that my behavior was consistent with someone with an anxiety disorder. I would feel tense and irritable. And often I would get anxious to even hang out with friends because I, was, I, was, I thought I wasn't good enough to have friends. 
and I was worried about having enough topics to talk about to avoid awkward silences. And there was restlessness, not knowing how to relax. I even have a to-do list on weekends, and that list never ends. So I never feel like I have the time to relax or have fun. And there's excessive worrying, which makes it hard for me to concentrate and accomplish daily tasks. I had, and I still have, the tendency to fixate on seemingly insignificant things. For instance, exchanging a text with a family member and I can, can be overanalyzed and cause stress. Are you working tomorrow? Work, period. My gut drops. Why did she say that? Why did she put the period there? Is she mad at me? It turns out she wasn't mad. She was just feeling really adventurous with her periods that day. And because of the high level of anxiety, simple tasks require a huge amount of energy. But if an interviewer asks me, tell me about yourself, I can tell them, I'm a hard worker. I make almost everything harder than it has to be. Even small things can cause rumination, replaying the scenes over and over again. And it, this just continues in my head. It's like the pickup line. Are you tired? Because you've been running through my mind all day. <laughs> so it's never a dull moment. Um, <laughs> a little late laughter, okay. Anxiety is not always terrifying, and it's not always intense, but it's a constant overwhelming feeling. Anxiety is like the force. How? It's with me, always. And now this may seem all depressing, but there are ways to treat anxiety. I've gone my anxiety has gotten a lot more manageable since it, when I found out, and yours can too. You can have lifestyle changes. You can, um, you can skip caffeine. You can have reg exercise regularly or avoid substances that cause anxiety, like alcohol. Heard of anxiety, hangover, anxiety, boom, it's real. There's meditation, there's cognitive behavioral therapy, and there are some coping mechanisms that you can work on on your own. There's this urge to do everything right, being a perfectionist. But setting that unrealistic expectation puts a lot of pressure and stress, causing anxiety. So fail. Do it badly the first time, so you can do it better the second time or the next time. Be kind to yourself. Forgive yourself. If your best friend made a mistake and was upset about it, would you tell her the same thing you tell yourself to her? No. So show the same kind of generosity and encouragement you would to, you would to your loved ones. And do it with purpose. 
think of someone you're doing it for. I'm here giving this talk, hoping that it could help at least one person. And there are a couple other tricks that I picked up along the way that, that I've been using frequently. One is to find an ally. My husband, not the camel. <laughs> He's my sanity. I try to put myself in his shoes. He's logical, he's level-headed, and I trust his judgment. I mean, he married me. But really, when my anxiety kicks in really hard, I try to put my, I ask myself, how would my husband respond in this situation? If he says it's trivial, then I try not to worry about it. And I, try, I tell myself that I'm overanalyzing. It's not an easy task by any means, and it takes practice. Another one that I use when I feel overwhelmed is that I write down all the things I have to do into small tasks and do it one step at a time. You can't expect to get from here to here in one step. We all procrastinate, but we get it done, right? Recognizing that, I just space out my tasks in a timely manner so that I don't waste my time panicking. So I encourage you all to try some of these techniques and see what difference it makes on you, whether you have normal or high level of anxiety. One step after another, at last, I made it. Now I, I reduce the number of times I clap in a day and I, I have more time to focus on more things. I'm still continuously learning about myself and trying to find more strategies to help me become a stronger person. I hope you can too. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us this episode with Dare Jun. To learn more about Imagine Talks, go to www.imaginetalks.org. Edge Interns and Mental Power Hacks supports this podcast. Edge Interns sources the best interns to the best companies. Learn more at E-D-G-E, that's edgeinterns.com. Mental Power Hacks is where you'll get life hacks to boost your mental performance, productivity, and success. Connect at mentalpowerhacks.com. Subscribe to us and get the latest episodes of Imagine Talks podcast, Achieving Success, Social Impact, Overcoming Obstacles. See you next episode.